you. Hi, Gina. <laughs> How we doing? Good, good. That's great. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Everything Cracks Podcast. How was your week, darling? It was good. Yeah. Crazy busy. Just I don't know. hanging and banging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, sucking dick for baloney. Sucking dick for baloney. <laughs> Bologna is literally the most disgusting. I mean, I can't even. No. Stop. Are you serious? I can't even talk about. I can't even say. We'll say the D-L-I. Really? Meat. It literally like. Oh my God. It's like so dis- disturbing. You sh- you guys should see the look on this woman's face. She is green. Oh, and I can't even fully talk dry heaving in my in my dining room right now. It's not even like. There's just something about it. Even, even yeah. not pregnant, I can't do it. Like ever since I was first became pregnant in 2018, and just had like this elephant pregnancy <laughs> this since <elephant> then. Elephant pregnancy. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember I had like I've had like two Italian subs. One was like in the hospital. <sighs> oh my god! All right, let's let's move on. Well, we don't need to recount your DELI <laughs> experiences. We can just but skip I think past it's, like, it. Forever gone. It's gone. That's tragic. There, it is weird. That's very weird. Cause no, no, no. I, it's weird. The meat. Oh, how it, it comes to be. For sure. Like it's like squished and sliced, right? Something like that. Okay, moving on. Anyways, the week has been good. It's been crazy. I feel like. Oh, I love Mr. Aiden dearly. I do, but damn. Jesus Christ, that kid wakes up in the morning and he doesn't shut up oh, God. until you lay him down. You name it still. He's like, wait, mama, mama, I got an idea. I got an idea. No, no there's no more. There's no more ideas. Oh the ideas God. are over. We're shutting off our brains. <laughs> <laughs> and I waited <clears throat> two years for that boy to talk. I know. I had a lot of dark days, a lot of tears that he was never going to talk. And this is what I tell him. Aiden, do you know that you did not talk for over two years? Well, what did I say, Mama? I was like, literally nothing. You just went, dat, 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 mm, mm, and pointed. Oh, my God. And I cried, and I cried. And now here you are, and he won't shut the fuck up. He won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like it's, it's ex- like my brain, like every day, I'm like, okay, nap time today. I'm totally going to crush it. I'm going to organize the closet. I'm going to, you know, like hang some fucking oh. shiplap. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to take on the world. And then 1 p.m. comes and it's nap time for everybody. And I crawl right into bed. It's nap time for everybody. Yep, yep. sure is. I get that. I get that deeply. Uh before you arrived here today, I almost stroked out my children um had themselves a day. It was just I I don't know what is going on. With my two older ones. Is there the moons or the, the planets? It was a full moon on the 14th. Yeah. So a couple days ago. Shit's potentially so an issue. But what I think it is, <clears throat> we're fresh off two consecutive weeks of camp. Mm. And Structure. 
the total lack of structure. That place is the wild fucking west. Everybody who works there is like 14 years old. And the my two older ones have all of their little friends that go there. And there is like nothing. There's no structure. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to like, you know, cover yourself in uh, spray paint? Like, go ahead and do that. Hey, you want to oh, go wait, lick, camp a, lick a wall? Unstructured. Yes. Oh, I was thinking camp was structured. Now they're home and there's no structure. I'm structured. Okay. Camp is okay. like, oh, do you want to go lick all the doorknobs in the school? You can totally go do that. Have a great time here. Go with this 12-year-old. They will escort you and be your quote-unquote supervision. It's ridiculous. Look, they provide a service. It gets a lot of parents through the summer. The yeah. days, the dog days of summer yeah. when your kids are home from school after having, you know, very – Nine to three days where they're out of school, they're doing work, they're doing this, they're exploring nature, they're learning to read, they're doing like, and then just being like, well, we're home. Welcome to jackass, everybody. And they just get out the squirt guns and cover themselves in chalk and roll around in the driveway. It's a jarring transition. Yeah. And it's a fucking lot. And kids need camp. That is my PSA. I mean, daycare was closed they this need week. Camp. Daycare's closed this week. I they normally go Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I didn't even realize Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I didn't kidding. even realize that it was closed until like Sunday night. And I'm like sitting there blow drying my hair. Did you Ryan, did your soul just leave your body? Yeah. When I realized Ryan and I were supposed to go away on Monday oh, night. And then God. I was like, shit, we're gonna have to run home <clears throat> to relieve my parents. This week is not good. It's not good. So, anyways. It I is. Never, I didn't realize two days of daycare a week was, like, something that. You would sorely miss if it was yeah. not there. It's it's crazy. And it took me so long to get there. To, like, be. I think when I first had Aiden, I was like, no, I'm just going to, like, do a nanny. I don't. I'm not, like, sold on daycare. Like, it's not going to work with my schedule. And. God bless our daycare provider. She is. Oh, my God. It's, like. I don't even know. Like they're they're really the backbone of society. Yeah, the teachers, people who daycare provider, like just how do you <clears throat> the patients or do they, like that's what I you asked have her. to love it. You said, have to love it. It's a certain just, like, kind of person. They just entertain themselves. That's what I asked our daycare provider, and she's like, yeah, like you know, she provides like the, there's definitely like a set snack time, set meal time. They read books at certain times. Like there's yeah. definitely some. There definitely is structure, but like the free play is like is just the kids doing it. Right. She's not saying She's not like, facilitating sitting yeah. there on the floor. Okay, guys, you want to build a castle? Do you want to play no, blocks? What we, Ryan and I talked about tonight was l- literally parenting is just sitting there telling them what not to do. Like oh bath God, time tonight. So true. Can we stop yelling? Can we take our volume All from a day, 12 to a 4? So then it's brutal. one screams <clears throat> and then the other one screams back and then they're screaming and they're giggling and it's fun. But it hurts your brain. Okay, so this is what I've come to understand about parenting. It is just one really prolonged torture chamber, overstimulating <laughs> extrasensory experience. Yeah, I feel fairly constantly, even like you know, there, I I will say that there are like my kids are very good. Like they're comparatively like from some of the shit shows that I've witnessed in my four and a half years at this job. My kids are, are, are angels, by and large. But 
do they have their days where I'm like, if someone so much as squeaks or says, yay, I am going to fully fucking Chernobyl this bitch. I am going to absolutely implode and have a nuclear episode in my own home. Mm -hmm. Because it's not... Not that I don't love my kids, okay, Bethany, that's not the issue. It's that there's only so much sensory input one can take, whether it's good or it's bad, but it's loud and it's constant and it's like, and when there's like more than one of them, it's one thing if it's just like a one-on-one situation. Like if you have one kid, they cry, whatever, but when there's a dynamic between two children present in the situation and... <clears throat> they're playing or they're fighting or feeding off of each other or feeding off of each other or they get to an age where one is like able to manipulate the situation a little bit mm-hmm. they're all a little bit a little bit too smart for their own good like they think they have shit under control but really they just kind of wake up in the morning and they're like what kind of dangerous shit can i do today to I think it's like scare the shit out thing. of my mother when does toddler is my kind of still a toddler i I think she's technically like a little kid. Isn't that an actual state? I'm not sure. I think it goes like toddler school aged. School age, I think, is so, like kindergarten, like five. I don't five know. Sh- What's the like upper limit of toddler? Is it? Let's see. I don't know, but I feel like there is like some type of like them trying to find their place in the world. Yeah. So the manipulative, the manipulative, manipulative behavior is totally one hundred percent normal, and I try to remind myself yeah. on those days that like motherhood and She's parenthood a preschooler. Okay. You know when motherhood rocks you. Oh God. Sometimes, some days, <clears throat> some days I rock motherhood. Not gonna lie, we went to the yeah. fair this weekend. I saw that. That was a goddamn 10 out of 10 day amazing and it's just like i love those it was like an amazing day we like went we saw the animals the kids loved it we went on rides we'd never been on rides before Aiden went on his first roller coaster like 10 out of 10 day it was like one of those days that you know you if our kids and now you understand like why there is that like blissful point when kids don't nap you know because you just like run through the day Mm -hmm. our kids definitely still need naps but mine too it was a great day. And you're like, oh, I'm totally rocking motherhood. But the day before, I oh, mean. Oh, it's really day to day. Ryan was like walking on eggshells because he was like, something is wrong with this lady. <laughs> and I don't want to get near her. And everything, <clears throat> everything was bothering me. Like, oh, I, minute, yeah. Minute things. Yep. Like you're saying, like where you're just like totally sensory overloaded and that's that's the thing the sensory overload for me is really what does it that or if i'm like really fucked up on sleep yeah if i don't get enough sleep i need at least six hours a night ideally eight what six yeah what's that i mean yeah i guess like i i I do i do live on a very small amount of sleep because of my schedule like i sacrifice sleep for self-care so like okay. after a night shift, I won't sleep and I'll go get like my nails done or my eyelashes Got it. or something like that. Yep. But that's down, but it's downtime for you. But it's still like it, it still it's, catches up with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still conscious. But yeah, I've started taking a lot like melatonin a lot, but even still like I, I think to. my body is just used to it. It'll be like 845 and I'm like melting and Ryan's like, did you take it? Okay. A unisom, and I'm like, <laughs> did you take your because, unisom? Because when I take unisom, I'm like this. 
like panda <laughs> dead fucking panda and i'm like no it's just my body it's just my, bo- my body is like decaying it's just decaying <laughs> i'm decaying oh my god uh, so do you take melatonin yeah okay so do you have what the fuck this is like deli meat status. Do you, you just point us concoctions? Yeah, um, we'll get there. Yeah, we're getting. So there. when you take melatonin, yeah, do you have horrible, awful like nightmares, like night terrors? I have. You know that I have night terrors, like baseline. That doesn't surprise me, Kate. <laughs> I wonder why familial. you have. I. I wonder why you have night terrors. Could it be <laughs> my deep dark the, holes? Deep dark holes of holes. Instagram that you subject yourself to. It might be. It's definitely the fucking Instagram. Yeah. No, but it's familial. My dad has them too. Night terrors. I like, find this all very interesting. Thrashes. We both thrash. And so my dad will get. <laughs> my dad, I'm sure, loves that I talk about him every single week. We'll Your dad pissed. liked my Instagram post. <laughs> I, will, I will just say. I saw it. I was like, oh, thank you, Mr. Collins. Yeah. I appreciate it. Shout um, out to you, big guy. But yeah, he has night terrors and I do as well. Like I will thrash <clears throat> in my sleep and Ryan will have to wake me up and like hold me because sometimes I'll be hysterically crying, thrashing. Has and this always happened to you? Mm-hmm. As a kid too, I slept walk. Is that a slept walked? Sleep walker white walker <laughs> i was a sleepwalker as a kid interesting and i had really bad nightmares like freddy krueger status skeletons climbing up my wall that's why i'm afraid of the dark i'm really afraid of the dark intruders murderers yeah. rapists <laughs> bosnian war bosnian war house imploding poltergeist sinkholes I am so The devil afraid. comes yes. and holds me over a fire pit. <laughs> what? And tries to roast me. The devil the devil comes and just straight up spit roasts me. Tries, what the fuck? Yeah. Like a like a like a lamb. Or yeah, a pig or like a Salem witch. Didn't they light those bitches on fire? They sure did. Yeah. Burnt them at the stake. Yeah. Not on a spit, though. It was on a pyre. It was just like whatever, steak, spit, whatever he's feeling, whatever the devil's feeling that day. Dealer's choice. Yeah. Well, that was our week. <laughs> that was our week. <laughs> um, Friends, family, we have had some commercial interest in this podcast. We had a brand reach out to us and send us some samples to try. I'm going to read you a little bit about the brand. Um, This brand is called Bored Cow. So they are introducing an animal-free dairy. I know it's a bit of an oxymoron. Not anymore. Enter Bored Cow, the world's first flavored animal-free dairy that comes in chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. Interesting. If you're familiar with The Perfect Day, the company that bioengineered animal-free protein that is molecularly identical to that of dairy, then you might have noticed the dairy industry has been taken by storm. Tomorrow Farms is a new player in the space and is utilizing Perfect Day's dairy protein. Tomorrow Farms is on a mission to future-proof our favorite foods. That's why Tomorrow Farms is launching 
its first brand, Bored Cow, a sustainable new milk option that gives cows a chance to be bored (laughs) and live their best lives. Animal-free dairy milk actually requires less water and less land use and requires, I'm sorry, and releases fewer emissions that pollute the environment. In other words, animal-free dairy is the future of dairy. So we are going to give it a live taste test. We have the chocolate, we have the vanilla, and the strawberry. Are you down? I am, yeah. The chocolate looks the most appetizing. For sure. By visual. By visual inspection alone, chocolate has it at this point. There's very little difference between vanilla and strawberry. I think that they are trying to get away from dyes, and that's why they look different, Um, which I appreciate. So let's try the chocolate first. Oh, okay. I was going to say. You want to go the other way? What do, what do you want to do first? Let's, let's do strawberry. Strawberry. Okay, we'll on the do far strawberry left. first. Cheers. It smells good. Yeah, it smells like strawberry. Huh. It's interesting. I'm not a big strawberry milk person because it reminds me of. What does it remind you of, Kate? Nursing homes. What? Like old people love strawberry ice cream or my husband. Let's go with your husband. Yeah. Let's keep this. Let's keep this light and yeah, fluffy. Yeah. Okay. I don't love strawberry flavored things. This is this, is, this good. is really good. It's definitely like it's got a different texture than regular milk. It's a little bit thinner. It's not. It's creamy still, mm. but it's a little bit thinner. I feel but like almond milk tends to be. It's like almond milk. Yeah. It's definitely the consistency of almond milk, but it tastes very good. Yeah, okay. I like it. All right, vanilla is up next. No. no, not a fan. It's too artificial. It's artificial vanilla. Yeah, it tastes artificial. I would drink this, for somebody who doesn't like strawberry, I would drink the strawberry. I would I, I liked the strawberry. I enjoyed it. And I I I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't do like dairy milk really at all, mm-hmm. unless it's like in something. But I won't just drink yeah. a cup of milk. This would psychopath. probably be like maybe go good in a bowl of cereal. This would be great cereal milk. Cereal so. milk for sure. Vanilla cereal milk. All right, right. chocolate. Not most promising milk. on uh, looks alone. It's a tie between the strawberry and the chocolate for me. I don't mind this. It definitely. It's not like it's really hard to compare this because you think of chocolate milk and it's like Nestle chocolate milk. Like it's like rich, with the syrup yeah, and like yeah. thick and creamy and but it's not bad. Mm-mm. It's good. I wouldn't. I would actually, out of the three, choose strawberry. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I would choose the chocolate because I'm like a. I love chocolate milk. For anybody who knows me. Oh, you love chocolate milk. So that's not milk. a fair comparison. Like showed up to college, solo cup of chocolate milk. No, you did not. Yes, I did. College classes. What? Because I didn't want to like bring. I wanted like a cup that was disposable. What the fuck does that have to do with you bringing chocolate milk to your first day of college classes? Oh, that's my first day, like almost every day. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing better than a glass of chocolate milk. And on a bad day, like in high school, I used to come home and watch Oprah at 4 p.m., cry a lot, she always made you cry, drink a glass of chocolate milk and eat a string cheese. And that's a childhood core memory for you. Core memory, yeah. But I like like really... Like true Thick. chocolate. I get it. I'm, I'm with you. If yeah. I was going to pick one, I would pick I would pick the chocolate. I thought the flavor was the best. Yeah. But the strawberry was very good. Yeah. And honestly, the vanilla, 
if you're a cereal lover, yeah, vanilla's for you. I think that I think that was I think that was actually really good. Honestly, better than I was expecting. So non-animal whey protein, lactose-free, yes. gluten-free, nut-free, animal-free, no artificial preservatives or colors. 10 grams of protein. So it is dairy. It's made from like bioidentical hmm. compounding of cow milk. Yeah. Yeah. It's First, actually very good. So if you're interested in purchasing it, you can go to boardcow.com or I'm sorry, tryboardcow.com and you can order it directly from the website. Nice. I can't believe you showed up to college every day. Not every day, but like a frequent frequently showed up to my college classes with a red solo cup filled with chocolate milk and people were like that's normal yeah that's kate there she is well i'm gonna tell you a little story about my college experience my current college experience yeah so for anyone who doesn't know i am currently in school i'm doing undergrad again it's wonderful I love it. I like started it during the pandemic. I should have done this my first time around. I don't know why I didn't do this. I'm doing a degree in law and history. And that's for sure what I should have done my first uh, college experience regardless. So I don't know if any of you listened last week, but we talked a whole lot about Bama. Bama Rush and we will get there again. But the reason I found Bama Rush on TikTok oh is because I'm transferring to the University of Alabama. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I had applied and me because I am a deep, deep, deep researcher, like page 10 of Google, like I will for sure, I will go all the way. I will go to page 10 of Google and read all of the results. Um, I wanted to know, like, I just wanted to know more about it. I didn't know what it was, but they have a degree program that I really wanted to, to go through. So I sent them my transcripts. I applied all the mm-hmm. things. I'm still waiting back because for whatever reason, the transcript transfer process a is shit show. a shit show. I can't imagine I won't get in. I have like a 3.9 GPA. I can't imagine I won't get accepted. But the reason I found Bama Rush is because I was on TikTok. Like, what is the University of Alabama like? And that's how I found Bear Rush. So I will be attending the university in the spring, God willing, theoretically, but pretty sure. And I have to go down there. I have to go but down all, there. You're, it's a, it's, it's online. all online. Yes. Okay, but, but you have to go down there for like orientation. I have or to go down there like... for orientation. And I have to go down there periodically thereafter. Okay. One thing about Bama is that it's indoctrination. Like once you, it doesn't matter. You're Bama here. You're Bama there. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Your entire personality should include the University of Alabama. It becomes a part of your personality. So are you going to buy like collegiate gear? They give it to you. It's part of your orientation package. They give you shirts. They give you stickers for your car. They give wow. you keychains. Wow. I get tickets to all the games, even as a distance student. I can go into my portal and reserve free? for free. Wow. I can reserve tickets to all of the home football games. Which football. Def- free football games. Yes. For students, if you're a student, it doesn't matter if you're a distance That's learner insane. or if you're on campus. There's a lot of colleges, like the big colleges, like big football schools, that yeah. students have to pay obscene i mean i've seen amount of money for college students to games yeah you can go you just you say hey i want this these amount of t- you only get like four tickets or whatever it is but four tickets per game or four per, per, per game that's a lot i know 
But not not all students go to every game, obviously. And the stadium is enormous. Right. So I will be (laughs) enrolling in the University of Alabama. And I'm going to go down there. I'm going to see all the sorority houses. Yes. I want to to talk to these girls. I want to talk to them. I'm also, plot twist, after having gone down this Bama hole. Oh, gosh. Thinking about enrolling. No. Becoming a member of a sorority, but as an alum. I'm not going to rush. It's a different process, but you can still join some sororities. They allow you to do it as an alumni. But for what? Because well, I you, you know what? I started like going down the TikTok rabbit hole and at first I was like, this is like this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, how can someone tie so much meaning to, oh, I went this, I did this, I went to this house, I went to that house. Like, how can you make that your entire identity uh-huh, uh-huh. and then I was like you know what I get it for a girl that age in college I totally get it you want to like, like going to belong. a college yes it's like oh I went to SUNY Buffalo I right. went to Harvard <laughs> right you know what I mean like in a lot of, of these houses so. carry like a huge amount of cachet there is like especially especially at Bama especially at Alabama it is like the number two school in the entire country for Greek life yeah. And I think number one is FSU, is Florida State. I could be wrong. But number two is definitely Alabama. So the girls who get into these houses, like, are pedigreed from yeah. the time they're freshmen in high school. I was watching one of the TikToks, and one of these girls was saying that she was recruited heavily by XYZ House starting her sophomore year in high school. Because of her looks? I think it was because of her looks. And I think it was because of her... Um, social media presence. It's all very hush-hush. There's not a lot of talk about what goes on behind closed doors. I got a lot of the... TikTok of that. It's it's weird, like, how little accurate information there is out there about what goes on after you rush a sorority. Because after rushing... Now the hazing begins. Yeah. We but talked know, about this briefly last know, week. Like, I, I have a girlfriend who was in a sorority <clears throat> in the South. Yeah. At a small school in Florida. But she said that there really wasn't much hazing. Like their hazing was, you know, like. I think it's much more up. tame now. I think back I mean, in the 10, day. Yeah. I mean, this was tw- this was 15 years ago. Okay. And I do think that right? at long, a bigger longer. school like FSU, like Miami, like the University of Miami, like Alabama, like Auburn, there's a much high like these girls right now are at some of the nicest hotels in Alabama yeah, on a not- sister retreat. They rent out these insane mansions for pool parties just for the fuck of it. Like it's a very I don't think there's different like hazing thing. Like, I can talk to you about what hazing occurred at SUNY Buffalo and that's why a majority of the Greek life was off campus because they couldn't be under like the umbrella of the actual university the university because of how terrible the hazing was yeah like I don't think it's like I don't think they can do that because of like I don't think they can have hazing like that especially in today's day and age just because of I know one of the sororities got in big trouble not too long ago it might have been like 2017 2018 for the things that came out Mm. Um, for what they were doing to girls after they huh. were initiated into the sorority. 
I do think that there is probably some like very questionable shit that goes on. What exactly? I don't know. I have never heard. Would you find out if you were in a lab? I, I don't think so. I can't imagine. I can't imagine them be like, hey, yo, so by the way, I know you're really new here, but this is all of our dirty laundry. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that, especially if you go into a sorority as an alum, you're not exposed to any of that. You know what I mean? I would be associated with that chapter, quote unquote, but I wouldn't be in the house. Like I wouldn't. It's more like networking. It's more. So the reason I decided that maybe this is something I would like to do is because of their philanthropy, their philanthropic okay. endeavors. So one of the houses that I was looking into is all about women and children's health, mm-hmm. which is yes. something I, especially as of late, am extremely passionate mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, other ones are, they they work with like St. Jude's. Okay. They, so that that is what appeals to me, okay. truly. And also, not to get super fucking corny, but... In my old age, in my newly found infinite wisdom as an adult, as a mother, I have found such value in quote unquote sisterhood. I need other women in my life. At baseline, I am such an isolationist. I don't want anybody around. My favorite place to be ultimately is within my own head, truly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't thrive there. I stay very much in my comfort zone. Things stay the same. Things are very status quo. In order for me to, I guess, be my best self, reach my fullest potential, or to make the most positive impact on the world around me, I need other women. I do. And I need like-minded women. Women who want to do the same things that I want to do and see things at least not even in a similar way, but in a way that will help me to grow and to help grow my perspective. Okay, yeah. And that would be my entire reason for wanting to join. Which I guess a sorority like, at thirty fucking three years old, like it's like, like a but jackass. Then you, but then you see that as like that's why girls go to college and they right. do that. They see like exactly. like minded people, exactly. and it's not it's not as maybe like philosophical and and deep as you're saying right now. Right. I think it, I think it evolves because, into that over yeah. time. But when you're in college, like I want to meet new people and make new friends. I want to have like my gang so that. I, I'm not alone here. I need a, lot a place. Of people, I need a place. You need a home. And yeah. that's what it's called. Like, after bid day. Okay, so bid day happened. We'll, like, get into full Alabama rush and what's happened since. Some of the front runners. There's a lot of drama, actually. There's drama. So some of the front runners went to, like, these really prominent houses. So happy for them. There's a girl. What's her name? Grayson something. I'll, I'll look it up. I don't know, but. It. She went to her, like, top pick house. Kylan Darnell, who is just like this Southern Belle beauty queen. I hope you're having a great day, not just a good day. And she's like the sweetest thing. She's so, so cute. Went to her house of choice. But then there were some other people. There was a boy who was rushing. He identifies as a girl. Yes, I've seen his TikTok. And he got dropped right before bid day. He didn't get a bid to any of the houses. Oh. And then there was this other girl who by traditional beauty standards is not the most attractive. Oh, boy. I said what I said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She initially, I think, was initiated into one of the houses and then dropped. No one really knows what's going on 
there. I will do some more due diligence and okay. get back to you all on right, that. Right. But there is some drama going on. But holy shit, after, so basically what happened after, so they have bid day, all yep, of these girls yep, yep. get into the stadium. I mean, they open up their envelope. They're all handed an envelope. Yep. They all open their envelope. They count five, four, three, two, one. And then everybody <laughs> opens their shit and they're like, oh my God, I went this, I did that, whatever. And they, they all film themselves. So it's all over TikTok. So after that, I guess there's these representatives from the houses that are, scattered amongst the field would have like these big sticks of greek letters okay so then you like go to the stick and you run over to the stick and then you quote unquote run home so you'll run from the stadium with your horde to whatever house you got and when you get to your house there's your big your big sister who's got another stick with whatever like the symbol of your house is for one it's like a crown for one, it's an arrow. For one, it's a crescent moon. For one, it's a, okay, whatever it is right. with your name on it. And you run to that person. And there's a lot of jumping, a lot of screaming, yeah. a lot of fucking weaves getting ripped out here, there, and everywhere. Hair literally <laughs> flying all over the place. It's wild. And then they get these jerseys that have the Greek letters on them okay, and yep. the colors. Yep, I'm following along. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm following. And then I guess they get like this whole swag bag of shit. It's like, you know, a water bottle and stickers and a keychain. And, and then they you roll know, around in the marble. And then they roll around. <laughs> them. Do you know one of these houses has a chandelier that once hung in the Waldorf Astoria? It's insane. It was like $15 million to build this house. You're like, fuck it. Someone go get that chandelier that's in the Waldorf in New York City. We want that here. I have gone down this stunning. I have gone down this this. But this the whole t- thing is fascinating. This um started doing the TikTok or. You got on the tickety talk. I got on the TikTok. I was just you know I'm just dabbling in it. Okay, I understand. What have you found? So. I was I said to myself, okay, I got to figure out about this Bama rush and I got to, you know, yep. I got to go through it. Yep. And there's this one girl that's I was, I was trying to find her cuz she keeps showing up on like my algorithm, you know? Mm-hmm. My ag- al- algorithm as you can imagine is quite strange. Oh no. Um Here but anyways, buckle up folks. Hash, hashtag #OOTD so I kept Please. seeing it come up. Yep, yep. What the hell does this mean? I don't understand this. I've seen this forever. Ooted. <laughs> She's showing me all her clothes. Is this a store? I, I, I was like totally confused. I had to Google it. No, Outfit of the day, folks. OOTD, in case you were clueless like me. Back I the, can't believe you didn't know that. I mean, back in the day, I was telling you this earlier, I thought AF stood <laughs> for... The Abercrombie and Fitch. Show your age. Tell us how old you are without telling us how old you are. In case you guys were wondering, hashtag AF or, or you don't hashtag it. No, you just you say, say it. like I'm hot AF, and that means as fuck, not Abercrombie and Fitch. For those that were still on my train. Oh, so, man. anyways, as I've gone down the TikTok, you fall, fell into Bama Rush, and I fell into polygamy. <laughs> We are about to get canceled by the goddamn Mormon church. We're going to have picketers and people dressed as if they're trekking the Oregon Trail right in my front yard. 
These people don't look trying to shut they us look down like your neighbors. They do now. I think the hardcore people still are very Oregon Trail adjacent. Well, they wear shoes that look like hooves <laughs> and I like mean, dresses these, like they're from it, the it was, 1920s. It's not like I like was like, hashtag polygamy. Show me what you got on TikTok. It, it just, was just appeared like, to I you. I just started like the swiping up to see like, you know, it, where you just like yeah. swipe. And you just go to the next video. Like God to Moses. So it was like Bama Rush, Bama Rush, Bama Rush. Then I got Tennessee Rush. Yep. Big thing right now. I was going and I was going. I was like, cool. And then I got a couple cancers and some dying people. And then I was like, oh, let's keep going. Let's keep swiping. <laughs> Don't algorithms. stick around on this too long. Yeah. Please get this yeah. out of here. <laughs> gotta, gotta get the algorithm. I can't have all my algorithms like send me to a deep, dark, sad hole. And then this like young blonde was like this is my husband of 14 years and they're that's his girlfriend who's 10 years younger than me and they're like making out in the background the husband and the girlfriend yeah well she's like doing her little like in her t-shirt and like you know booty shorts and i was like what hold the phone wait so then i clicked on her and i went down her tiktok rabbit hole because i then had to see all the videos i was like this is so strange to me okay hold on i have a question are they from utah she doesn't seem like it. They don't look like they live in Utah. Okay, hold on. So people from Utah are insanely attractive. I just want to put uh, that out there. Okay, well, They're so hot. Her husband's it's not. weird. It's MILF city. It's the MILF state. She's like this like tiny, tan, like overly tan blonde. Bet you anything they're from like Provo or something. I'll have to look. But I went down and then I was, you know, this isn't the first girlfriend that he's had. And... But she she has like side gigs too, but they're they're not on the TikTok. But they don't want to be seen. They're like, there's a a video of the three of them, and she's like, "This is my husband," and she like makes out with him, and we date her, and then she kisses her. So it's not. This is like polygamy threesome. They're a thruple. They're a thruple. Yes. Hashtag thruple. And I was like, whoa. So my TikTok took a really sharp left. So and now, then I was swiping, and it was just polygamist after polygamist. Oh my god! After polygamist. Oh my god! So it's like, oh, is it her turn or is it his turn? And and then some people they want to have babies, and who's going to have a baby? How are you going to know who the father is? And she was yes. like, it doesn't matter. You'll find out when I find out. What? what? Yes, I was Those like, are some <gasps> strong words. <gasps> Holy fuck! It's like, I don't know. Someday we'll take a paternity test or someday this one's going to come out with. It's like, oh, what happens when you get jealous? And she's like, I key his car. I mean, this shit was. She said she keyed his car when she got jealous. What do you do when you when you get jealous of your husband and his girlfriend? And she says, like, all this crazy shit that she does. And then I think she. What? You're okay with this. This is like your lifestyle. I know. I know. But remember that guy in like TLC, that weird, weird dude. Yes. I remember him. I forget. But they. So a couple of the wives have left because they realize like this shit ain't right. For sure. How do you not like? No, I'm not okay with this. No, I could never. Personally, personally, it's a no from me. Yeah. Hard no. I just, I don't. I. No thruples, no polygamy. Don't understand how – it's one thing, like, if you're dating and, like, it's an open thing. It's like, oh, we're not serious. But, like, do, you chose to get married. Were there kids involved? No. There's no kids involved in this one. 
But okay. now I think she wants to have children. That's the thing. So, and she's just like, okay, with... with- Two moms or three dads I'm or... Sure. We're going to find out when she finds out. That is so bizarre to me. I could never. Mm-hmm. There would be bodies. Yeah. There would be bodies. If, if my husband, if someone just like, I think we need to add another person to this mix. I think we need a third. I'd be like, I'm going to cut your ass in half. There, there's there. But there's three I'm people. But slice your dick off. Oh my God. I'm just... And I'm going to put it on a spigot. Lorraine to bob at your ass. Spigot? A spigot, a spit roast? <laughs> spit roast that shit. I think a spigot is like for water. Water. I'm going to put it on a kebab. Like <laughs> mom. Roast it over the fire pit with the and devil. And feed it to your ass. Yeah. There would be, or no. Or stick it up your ass. Or stick it up your ass. <laughs> Charred and all. Yep. Anyways. Hot off yeah. the grill, right up the rectum. Yep, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could never. So anyways, our TikToks are different. Our TikToks, are, we live different lives. <laughs> We, we sure do. do. We live different lives. Yeah. That's uh, that's super fun. Um, yeah. So last week we touched on a man named Andrew Tate. Okay. We started a GoFundMe. Oh God, I have not looked at it. <laughs> um, you don't need to look at it. Absolutely, no one has donated yeah. any money. <laughs> Figured. So clearly, our movement is sweeping the nation. <laughs> but this little baby back bitch boy. Um, I decided that after last week's episode, I was going to do a little experiment to see like where, like how strong his, his espoused ideals actually are. So I took to the Instagram and I became the troll that lives under the bridge. And I started just going in on this man under every post that he had on his Instagram. I started sending him DMs. I started just saying horrendous shit. And... He fucking blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking blocked me. I am now blocked on Instagram by Andrew Tate, aka Andrew Taint, because you are a little fucking pussy, my friend. I was at least expecting. I got into it with some of his his fans. I'm gonna call them fans. Did he ever respond or he just like straight up blocked you? No, he just blocked me. But that, I was so disappointed. I was expecting like a go fuck yourself little yeah, woman. Like right, right, something. Right. Or like a comment underneath just the comments. something. But I, I will say I was saying some pretty foul shit to him. But I got into it with one of his like little, his little <laughs> minions. I don't oh even know. God. Other dickless wonders of the world. Oh my God. And this kid, and he was a child. I commented, I was like, it was like a, a reel or something on Instagram of him driving his Bugatti. And I was like, oh, well, th- ladies and gentlemen, this is the shit that you rent when you have to compensate for your lack of penis. <laughs> and there's something to that effect. And this kid literally comes at me and goes, oh, God, what did he say? Go home, little girl. I was like, what? what kind of OK. That? All right. Like that. OK, fine. So what I would do with these people who would like say shit back to me, I would go through their Instagram profile and I would like find all of this shit. This is why you're only getting six hours of sleep a night. Yeah. I really go in on, I really, really lean into the things that, that I believe in. Right. And passionate about. Yeah. So I would like go through their Instagram. If it was private, I would Google their name and like find out shit about them. 
<laughs> because if you Google their name, any other social media, like their LinkedIn, right, right, right. Uh-huh. it all just like pops up. I'm not like going on benverified.com and like paying money to like do a background check. Shit. Yeah. No, I'm just using publicly available information. Oh my God. But this one kid who was like, go home, little girl. I was like, what the fuck? This child... I get on his Instagram account. In his bio, it says, hi, I'm whoever. I'm 14 years old. I'm like, you, your balls haven't even dropped. Get What do you mean tell me to go home? Go suck on your mom's tit, you fucking child. Get out of here. You shouldn't even be on the internet. Who let you out of your room? Like, what, what the fuck He's is going 14? on? 14. And it says it right in his bio. And it's like, okay, if you... <laughs> want to insult me that's fine i'm so down i was like i was i i was in the comments looking for a fight i really was and i got it most of the time but then i came with like came across this one little kid who was like go home little girl i'm like why are you here you shouldn't even be here you're fresh out out of diapers my friend like get support why is he a fan i don't know that's really messed up i don't know but it was like it was just the funniest fucking thing i'm like (laughs) All right, oh I've reached I've reached my wit's end here because I had been battling with these again dickless wonders all day about this, that, and the next. And honestly, I forget like half of the shit at this point. But I came across this kid who put literally in his bio he's fourteen, and told he's called, probably twelve because if he right, it's like the guy on Tinder who's like, oh, I'm five eleven. It's like that means you're five nine because yes. if you're actually five eleven, you would put six feet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. Not that I know anything about Tinder. And it's so weird to say that because I've only heard things because Tinder came out right as I was meeting Misha. So I've never been on Tinder in my life. Really? But I've seen the bios and I just – I occasionally will grab a friend's phone who's like in the game. Yeah. And I'll start – I mean, so I Lightning, lightning. Yeah. Like carpal tunnel. Instant carpal tunnel. I mean, I've like swiped on other people's when they were doing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I met my husband in 2009. So I think yeah. the only thing around was way like, before the Tinder was like, you know, match.com and um, Christian meetup or something. Probably <laughs> farmers only farmers only. Yeah. <laughs> J date. <laughs> yeah. Like that. The Jews. J date. That's what was around. Oh, good times. But yeah, Andrew Tate blocked me on Instagram. Wow. He is now my mortal enemy. Wow. So good times. Good times on the Internet. Oh it was really God. fun. I have to say I do love being a troll in certain situations. When I'm just like, I'm ready for a fight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was ready for it. And I found it, like I said, most of the time. It was, it was, it, I had a good run. It was about, it was a little less than 48 I hours. I love this for you. A little less than 48 hours until he blocked me. But he didn't block the, the podcast Instagram account. Oh, So I can still, uh, 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 but from a distance. <laughs> Can't believe he blocked you. <laughs> Fucking loser. Any hooser. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot, at least in the beginning of this episode, about motherhood and how difficult it can be. Um, Something that I have seen kind of a lot lately, and friends of ours have been, I think, experiencing this, is the, you know, you have a baby, and... You know, you go through their first year of life, especially when it's your first one, and everything seems so heavy yeah, and consequential, and every decision you make is the biggest decision of your life, mm-hmm. 
And it sucks so bad that that is your first experience into motherhood is this fear and anxiety ridden journey that you're on with this human being of your own making. Right. And even when people will tell you and try and like pull you from the depths, you can't there's, you can't. there's no, re- no like you can't tell a new mom shit. You really can't. And as much as she even may want to listen to you, it's you're you're going off adrenaline and instinct and this really fucked up cocktail of the two alone. No sleep. And no sleep. But you're so locked into this mom brain, this new mom brain that your body has created. And it's so hard to see the forest through the trees. Mm -hmm. And I think the mistake that a lot of women make is that they get to the first year, or not even the mistake, but just this this thing that women do is that they get to the first year mark and you look back on all of the hard times and you beat yourself up about mm-hmm. how, oh, I should have done that different. Oh, I wish I had that one back. Oh, I wish I did this instead of this instead of this had I just known. You know what I mean? Right. Because I think with the first one, you don't know where the road is going. It's and how all long, new and how long it will last. How long the phases will last, that everything is a phase and everything comes and goes. But like exactly. How but you lo- can't no. see that. No. And it's so hard to see that from your vantage point of total novel baby experience. You You know nothing. So I, I think that new moms need to understand something and that is it's hard right now it won't last if you're going through it if your kid is four months or six months or eight months or whatever and you're going through some kind of struggle whether it's a sleep progression whether they're teething whether they're you know not refusing a bottle whether they're just like having you know some kind of physical not physical issue but some kind of like illness that they're going through and they're dealing with whatever it is it is temporary every yeah everything is temporary and whatever decision you make is the right one for that time mm-hmm, for sure hindsight is twenty twenty. With everything, not With even like everything, like, motherhood, life, whatever. It, it always, yeah. Like, you can always go back and think, oh, like, what if I had done oh, something differently? Exactly. How would this have turned out? Exactly. Every you can apply that logic to every situation in life, every decision, yeah, every decision you make, and it sucks because you you add that hindsight is twenty twenty dynamic, and the fact that you feel those decisions were of such heavy weight Mm -hmm. and you're like fuck why didn't I see that why didn't I do that different what like how could I not have known that yeah but the truth is that you there's no way you could have known that do you know what I mean like you had no idea how the situation was going to turn out and if it turned out maybe differently then that decision would have been right I what I'm trying to say is that the decisions you're making right now for your child are the right decisions. Right. Does it get you from one moment to the next and helps you get through whatever problem or situation you're facing? If the answer is yes, then it's the right decision. Is it maybe the best decision? Who knows? Right. And who knows but if the nothing, other decision would have been good either. Right, exactly. The other you're never going to make you're never going to make the perfect decision all the time, whether it comes to kids or 
your career or this or that. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You're never going to make the best decision about everything all the time. Please stop applying that to motherhood because it will fuck you up. Like that shit will eat you alive. Suck you dry. Suck you dry. It's like, oh God, I wish I did this different. Oh God, I wish I did that different. You can apply that to every situation in life, like we said. Stop applying it to motherhood. If the decision you make gets you from one moment in a struggle to a even slightly better position in that struggle, it was the right decision. Yeah. I, th- I think you're so right, though, because I think I've seen so many people posting about it in this past week. And I don't it's know if it's so just bad. like there's a lot of summer birthdays or something, people like reflecting on the last year or yep. whatever it may be. But it's not even people whose kids just turn one. It's people whose kids turn two, three, four, five, six, right. whatever it may be. And they're like, you know, I had a friend post a picture of like her and her son when they were, when he was a baby and, you know, just talking about the same shit. Like, it's amazing how you think when you're in that moment, that moment is going to last forever. Forever. Oh my God. It's the worst. And like all of a sudden you like blink and everything's different. Yes. Everything changes. Yep. It's a new season mm-hmm. and it's hard to look back and think, wow, I wish I had done that differently. Yeah. Or I wish I had known up. it wasn't going to last forever. Right. Beat yourself up over the, like the what ifs or the, it, you, a situation that is so concerning or of just such paramount importance today could truly and literally mean absolutely nothing tomorrow right. to you or your kid. Right. Like it's, it's ridiculous how fast things change. Yeah. Or just like learning to like embrace the hard moments. Yes. And understanding. In. Yeah. And understanding that like your heart is your heart and my heart is my heart. And while they're not the same type of heart, mm-hmm. we're, we're both on a, a journey. Standards are different. Yeah. For sure. And yeah, just lean into it and know that eventually this will pass. Totally. It totally. And it kills me. And I always say I wish I could gift... Every first-time mom, second-time mom confidence Yeah, at their baby shower. It's one thing. It's like, oh, what can I get you? It's like, I wish I could get you second-time mom confidence because once you've been through it, even – like, every kid is obviously just so different. Right. But even if you go through it once and you at least know the ebbs and flows, you're at least aware of the fact that whatever struggle you're dealing with, it's hard. You get really down about it. You will beat yourself up about it. But you will also find comfort in the fact that you know yeah. it is going to end. You're going to get to the other side. Of you're this. going to get to the other yeah. side. And the decisions you're making to get to the other side are not nearly as important right. on a decision by decision basis as you think that they are. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that is the major takeaway. Stop dissecting every transaction in your life especially when it comes to your kid because i still do this shit i still do it too and it sucks but it's soul sucking it's soul sucking i have really 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 tried to get away from this because it serves nobody no it doesn't do any good for anybody and i think that when you get to these places where you're hyper focusing on these decisions that you've made you you start to lose track 
of like you start to lose track of almost like reality yeah of what's actually important you yes. start to lose yes. your ability to snap out of it and be like okay and just like i'm a being yes yeah. to like figure out where the lines are of yeah. what's important and what's not important because if you go down the rabbit hole of everything is important all the time then you start to kind of live there and you can't keep up that no. pace no. where everything is important you're going to crumble. You'll crumble. You will Chernobyl this motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> in burn. a big, big way. Burn, burn motherfucker. Burn. burn. Yeah. Like you will light your ass and everybody else's ass on fire yeah. around you. It will not be pretty. Calm the fuck down. Okay. If you need to, you have our permission. Have yourself a glass of Chardonnay in the middle of the day. Just take a fucking edge off. Have some CBD. Pop a Valium. If you know like a sassy neighbor who's like, Yo, I mean, do you, like, do you need one? I've got you. Fucking go see that neighbor, okay? Yeah. Do what you have to do. Just get back to zero. Just get back to neutral so you can start deciphering what is truly important, yeah. what's not important. I think I know when I get there. Yeah. I've started to see the triggers in myself too where I'm, I'm spiraling. Mostly because I see the wide eyes of your Ryan. Oh, of your husband. <laughs> the like slowly step back. Yeah. You get and frantic. Look, and like you're kind of being crazy, which is what you're not supposed to say to somebody when they're being crazy oh, is you're the worst. being crazy. It's which like, oh, really I'm being say, crazy? I like, will show you crazy. And they like try. And I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. You don't understand what it feels like to be me. Oh, yes. Yes, and, and you then do. In that moment, you're like, I'm being fucking crazy. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You can't snap out of it. You can't. You have to get yourself out of it. And no I one still can do help this you. all the time. I still do it, and even as a second time mom, soon to be third time mom. But like, you know, my parents did tell me. Like, I, we talked about it in the first or second episode. Like, I, I was like unrecognizable after yeah. Aiden. You crumble. You do I crumbled crumble for a little because bit. it was like. Uh, my my nurse brain and my mom brain like 100% did not communicate yeah and that was like a really hard harsh reality interesting and I think that I think it made it worse because you were like I do babies for a living I take care of babies like yeah I can't I figure this shit out right why does why does my husband have it much easier why is he why did he fall into fatherhood so much easier you know yep and I think that's hard and so then you like start to decipher all of your decisions and you know yeah you really you do start to overanalyze yeah. everything and you cannot do that no but my parents would say i was much <clears throat> calmer and less crazy the second time around yeah because it's, it's just you're like okay i got this i understand that things are going to be hard and i'm okay with that but I, then they will get easier yes they and then always there will be, do there, then there's seasons of life that we're talking about right now yeah. with toddlers and there's it's a different hard Yep, it's a different heart. It always changes. Yeah. It's never like I wouldn't say it's easy breezy. Do you know what I mean? Like parenting in general is not this like oh lighthearted experience. Like you're you're raising a human being no. to be you're just like a con- productive member of society. You're there just needs to be having to adjust your sales for sure, and there needs to be standards involved. Yes. It's like okay, I need to put a certain amount of effort into this. To ensure I'm having the right outcome. I'm not saying that people should just slack off and just go nap all day. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that trust that you're doing your best. Right. And whatever decisions come out of you doing your best are the right decisions. Yeah. 
that's that on that. Love it. <laughs> okay. What do we have going on next week? Anything? What's next week? I don't know. We'll what? To- it's almost back to school. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, my kids aren't. I guess our son's starting preschool, but just like, you know, that will be exciting. But I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I feel like summer is like rapidly, like the summer before, you know what I mean? Like I understand like summer, like whatever it is, it's like what fall starts like September 19th or whatever it Fall in this house starts September 1st. I will have pumpkins on my fucking doorstep. Yeah, I was like actually looking up today, like when can I put mums out? Because my flowers that were around my light posts started looking like really terrible. So I just ripped them out last night. Um, all right, everybody go on your phone, your mom's phone, your brother's phone, your sister's phone, your coworkers' phones. Rate us five stars, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. I don't care if it's you telling us to go fuck ourselves. Leave us a review, leave us five stars, do it on every handheld device. And don't worry, when we get to it that you have followers or downloads. When we get to a thousand downloads, downloads. we're gonna drop some merch. Drop some merch. Be ready. Oh my god, it's gonna be Caitlin's um Logan Airport drunk panda <laughs> picture on a t-shirt and we're going to have onesies and we're going to put it on coffee mugs and we're going to put it on t-shirts and hoodies. So get us there, get us to a thousand downloads and we'll drop that fucking merch, baby. <laughs> the apparel that everybody needs for, yes. for fall fashion. For sure. All right. Signing off. Signing off. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.